Welcome back to another episode of Truth by Bella's podcast, where all gems on life lessons, relationships, faith, and entrepreneurships are discussed. It's your girl here, Isabella, the host with the most energy sometimes. So yeah, in this season here, we are exploring the ins and outs of dating as a Christian believer. We'll also too be touching on different aspects of relationships. Today's topic is one close to my heart, and I know it's going to resonate with so many of you listening in. We'll be talking about dating with a purpose, exploring those yellow flags and green flags in the journey towards building relationships that honors God. Before we jump in, I want to take a moment to thank you, our amazing listeners, for your continued support. I truly appreciate you all for subscribing and listening to my episodes. You are what makes this podcast possible. In my previous episode, Pushing Yellow to Red, I spoke on red flags and a few yellow flags that usually show up in relationships, reasons why we may subconsciously ignore when we see these flags, and how to set healthy boundaries, which I I expanded on. Hope it was able to enlighten and bless you. If you haven't listened to it, please note it down after this episode. Dating can be an exhilarating yet sometimes intimidating journey. As a Christian believer, it's essential to approach it with confidence, understanding that God has given us the free will to choose our life partners. There's no one predestined person, and that's what makes the process exciting. I'll share a personal story here. When I first started dating years ago, I used to believe there was only one perfect person out there for me. I personally never created a list on how I wanted the person to look like, but I kept in mind how I thought when I met that person, the way I would feel and be treated. But as I matured in my faith, I realized that God provides us with choices and opportunities. We shouldn't be afraid to date and have fun along the way. I've been in different relationships, some that were hectic and filled with constant tears because I did not know who I was and how God loved me as his child. Now I can attest that with knowing God, I have been able to be in beautiful and eye-opening relationships, yet were slightly misaligned. I say misaligned at times because those were the results when I was doing things on my own and being led by my emotions. However, I realized it's so important to involve the Holy Spirit in the journey. I never thought that I would say this on my podcast, but I'm thankful to my past relationships for teaching me that I deserve better and that God is truly mindful of me. Now, let's start off with talking about non-negotiables. These are the values, beliefs, and goals that you simply won't compromise on. They're so crucial when dating as a Christian because they help you find someone who aligns with your faith and purpose. For example, a non-negotiable might be a shared commitment to your faith or common life goals. It's important to reflect on your non-negotiables, and I encourage you to write them down. Ask yourself this question, what are the values and goals that are at the core of who you are? Non-negotiables ensure that you preserve your moral and ethical values within the relationship. You create a boundary that prevents you from compromising on your values, helping to maintain the purity and sanctity of your Christian walk. The Bible advises against being unequally 
yoked with non-believers, especially in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14. Establishing non-negotiables related to faith helps protect you from entering into a relationship where spiritual differences could become a source of conflict or tension. Instead, it allows you to date with the assurance that your partner shares your faith and commitment to Christ. Establishing these ahead of time also shows a strong sense of self-respect and self-worth. It demonstrates that you value yourself enough to know what you deserve in a partner and are not willing to settle for less. Let's talk about those yellow flags. These are the signs that things might not be quite right in a relationship. Yellow as in a traffic light makes you slow down and observe your surroundings. We'll explore some common yellow flags and more importantly, how to spot them and address them. These are warning signs in a relationship that suggest potential issues. They could be inconsistencies in behavior, a lack of respect or misaligned values. Here's an example. If you find your date doesn't respect your boundaries or constantly makes you feel uncomfortable, that's a yellow flag. Don't ignore these signs. Address them, have open communication, and consider if they align with your non-negotiables. When it comes to communicating, think of the tone, timing, and place you're addressing it. On the same subject, a listener asked me, how do I approach someone I'm dating about yellow flags without causing conflict? When addressing yellow flags in a dating relationship as a believer. It's crucial to prioritize open, loving, and non-confrontational communication and hold it as an important key in the dating process. Approach the conversation with empathy, understanding, and a desire for mutual growth. Express your concerns from a place of love and your shared commitment to building a healthy and God-honoring relationship. It's an opportunity to strengthen strengthen your connection rather than create conflict. But it's not all about yellow flags. In fact, we're all about embracing those green flags, the positive side of dating. These are the good signs that indicate you're in a healthy, promising relationship. These are the wonderful signs that indicate you're on the right track. We'll talk about what to look for in a potential partner and how to celebrate these green flags. They include mutual respect, shared values, and open communication. It's so important to be with someone who supports your God-given purpose. I can recall a green flag from my own dating journey. My partner and I shared passion for checking in and communicating the appreciation we have for one another. We did not love bomb each other. It's a beautiful thing when you find someone who supports you and even wants to join you on that journey. Another question I received was, how do I I know when I've found a green flag and it's not just a fleeting moment. That's an excellent question to ask. Green flags are often consistent and long lasting. They show up in the little moments of everyday life, not just during the honeymoon phase. Look for qualities that align with your non-negotiables. You know that giddy butterflies in the stomach feeling in the early stages of a relationship? That's the honeymoon phase and it's a wonderful time. But here's the secret. You don't have to leave it behind. You can carry that spark with you. Staying in the honeymoon phase isn't about being in a constant state of euphoria. Instead, it's about intentionally keeping the excitement and freshness alive. It's the little things, the sweet surprises, the genuine compliments, the laughter, and 
the adventures. I recall hearing from a couple that I love dearly and respect share about how when they were dating, they would each plan intentional dates that would help and force to see how they handle challenges. Prayer can also play a big role. Praying together as a couple can deepen your connection, bringing you closer to God and to each other. It is important to make sure you're encouraging each other to also have individual time with God. I would say though, before prayer together, make sure you have had confirmations. I'll speak on the importance of involving accountability partners. Before I touch on the especially needed partners in the accountability department, let me briefly touch on the art of balancing faith and romance. This can sometimes feel like trying to pat your head and rub your tummy at the same time. You know the struggle, right? Just because the relationship is honoring God, it does not mean that you cannot show and express love to each other. God is the definition of love in case you haven't read 1 John 4, 8. Back to trying to pat your head and tummy part. Fear not, you can absolutely navigate this. First off, remember that faith is your North Star, guiding your choices and values. But romance, well, that's the delightful spark we all yearn for. It's like chocolate, sweet, and oh so good. So here's the thing, you can have both. You can be deeply faithful and still experience a heart fluttering, head over heels romance. Just don't let your faith take a back seat. Make it your co-pilot on this romantic road trip. Remember, it's all about setting those boundaries. They're like the guardrails on the dating highway, preventing you from swerving into risky territory. And yes, boundaries are sexy. They really are. So here's your mission. Should you choose to accept it, keep your faith at the forefront of your dating journey. Be open about your beliefs, communicate your values, and involve God in your decision-making process. Balance is the key to a joyful, faith-filled romance. Now, let's talk about accountability partners. You know, those trusted pals who help keep you on the straight and narrow in your dating escapades. I believe you have heard about them yet may not know how to identify them within your circle. They're like the friends who spot you at the gym, but for your heart, your accountability partners are the real MVPs of your dating journey. They provide that outside perspective, helping you see things clearly, especially when those love goggles are fogging up your view. It's like having a coach in your corner cheering you on. They'll ask the tough questions, keep you accountable to your values, and ensure you're on a path that aligns with your faith. Accountability partners can also be a fantastic source of wisdom and advice. They've got your back and they've got your heart too. They're like the ultimate dating safety net. So if you haven't found your accountability partner yet, it's time to get on that. Choose someone you trust someone who shares your faith, and someone who's not afraid to give you a gentle reality check when you need it. They're your dating superheroes. All right, friends, we're moving forward in this adventure of faith, love, and dating. So we've talked about flags, balance, accountability, and keeping the romance alive. Now it's time to bring in the squad, your community. You see, love isn't meant to be lived in isolation. The Bible tells us that iron sharpens iron, and that's exactly what your trusted community does. 
It's like your relationship's secret weapon. But hold on, I am not suggesting you invite the whole world into your love story. It's all about carefully selecting those people you trust. These are the ones who've seen your journey, who share your faith, and who genuinely care about your happiness. You see, community involvement is like having a team of cheerleaders and coaches. They celebrate your highs and help you navigate the lows. It's like your relationship's very own fan club, and who doesn't love a good cheer squad? But remember, it's a two-way street. Just as you seek advice and support, be open to giving it too. It's like a mutual exchange of wisdom and love. Don't be shy. Be each other's biggest cheerleaders. From a biblical perspective, community involvement is a concept deeply rooted in the word. The Bible encourages us to seek counsel and wisdom from others. In the book of Proverbs, it says, in an abundance of counselors, there is safety. And let's not forget the importance of having a church community. The church can provide valuable guidance and support. It's a place to find mentors, friends, and fellow believers who can walk this faith-filled journey with you. So, when it comes to community involvement, think of it as building a safety net for your love story. Trust the wise voices around you, but always remember that the final decision is yours to make. As I continue to speak on this podcast and prepare to wrap up soon, I wanted to speak on dating myths. It's time to set the record straight on some that have been lurking in the shadows for far too long. You've probably heard them all from love at first sight to opposites attract. But are these myths really what they seem? Let's find out and talk about it in depth. The first myth is love at first sight. While those romantic movies might make it seem magical, the truth is real love takes time to develop. It honestly takes time for you to know if you genuinely love someone outside of your emotions. It's like planting a seed and watching it grow. Love deepens as you get to know each other on a deeper level. Think about it. The person that you love and end up with was once a stranger you didn't know. That's the beauty of relationships. The concept of love at first sight is often a strong physical or emotional attraction, but long-lasting love is built on shared values, compatibility, emotional connection, and knowing that the person is aligned to what God has purposed for your life. It's more about love at first conversation if we can be real. Give your relationships time to grow. Don't rush into commitment based solely on initial attraction. Invest time in getting to know each other's values, interests, and personalities. The second myth I want to speak about is opposite attract. While it sounds intriguing, research actually suggests that successful long-term relationships often involve similarities in core values and goals. It's like finding your rhythm in a dance. You don't want to always have two left feet. Opposites can indeed attract, but when core values and long-term goals are in sync, it's like adding harmony to the melody. Sharing a similar path can lead to a more stable and fulfilling relationship. Embrace your differences, but also focus on finding common ground in terms of values, goals, and aspirations. A shared vision can be a powerful bond in a relationship. Make sure to find a time to speak about your individual visions. The third dating myth that is so important to debunk is you can change someone. This one's a biggie. While people can evolve and grow, expecting to change someone's fundamental nature is like trying to turn a cat into a dog. It 
It's simply unrealistic. You have to take time to understand why someone is the way they are. I'm convinced that the only person that can change someone is God. Instead of trying to change the person, pray for them. Allow the Lord to work on their heart. People tend to change when they want to change. It's important to accept your partner for who they are rather than trying to mold them into something they're not. Focus on accepting your partner's qualities and communicate openly about your own needs and boundaries. In a healthy relationship, growth should be a choice, not an expectation. The last myth I want to address is a relationship will complete you. You've probably heard this one in countless romantic comedies, but in reality, a relationship should complement your life, not complete it. Healthy relationships are built on two whole individuals coming together. It's like having two complete puzzle pieces that fit together to create a beautiful picture. Prioritize your own personal growth, interests, and happiness. A strong, fulfilling relationship is a partnership, not a crutch. I want to make sure to debunk some common dating myths that might have been clouding your vision. Remember, love is a journey of discovery, connection, and growth. Don't rush it and don't be swayed by myths that don't hold up to reality. We've had an amazing time exploring the world of faith, love, and dating today, from setting intentions to embracing those green flags and even debunking some dating myths. But wait, I'm not done yet. As we wrap up this episode, it's time for some soul-searching questions. Think about these and let them marinate in your beautiful minds. What's one dating myth you've believed in the past, and how has today's episode changed your perspective? In which areas of your dating life can you better balance faith and romance? Who are your trusted accountability partners and how have they influenced your dating decisions? How can you involve your community more in your dating journey while maintaining your privacy? What's one dating experience that stands out as an example of a yellow or green flag? I'd love to hear your thoughts and stories. Share them with me on our website through social media or send us an email. Your insights and experiences are the heart and soul of this podcast and I treasure them. Oh, and a little favor, if you'd be so kind, if you found today's episode valuable, share it with your friends, your family, or anyone in your life who could use a dose of wisdom and a sprinkle of laughter in their dating journey. Let's pay it forward and let's not forget the wonderful world of social media. Connect with us, tag us, and share your takeaways. You know the drill. Before we sign off, remember this podcast is a labor of love and we'd be thrilled if you could spread the word. Tell your friends about Truth by Bella's podcast. I'm here to bring you warmth, wisdom, and maybe a few giggles. Stay tuned for more exciting episodes with your host Isabella and until next time, keep your hearts open, your spirits lifted, and your laughter uncontainable. Take care and God bless.